what practicing gratitude really means. Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach over at choosetohaveitall.com. And here in the United States, we're looking forward to Thanksgiving this week. And this is a time when all of the quotes and memes around practicing gratitude and giving thanks and taking a moment to focus on the things we're grateful for come at us in full force. Before recording this podcast, it's only 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here on Monday morning, I've already seen three such quotes. Here's the thing. When I'm reminded to practice gratitude, the first thing I usually do is I start to roll my eyes. It's a popular exercise in the mindset space to get people to take a moment each day or each week to sit down and write the things they're grateful for. And it's believed that that will somehow put you in a positive mindset. And I need to call BS on that. I don't think that's what puts you in a positive mindset. I don't think writing down things you're grateful for, taking five minutes to be grateful is what's going to put you in a positive space. I tend to think a bit of it a little bit more like JFK does. I found a great quote from him ages ago, and I've had it on my desktop ever since. Here's what he has to say about gratitude. As we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. That's where I think gratitude practice gets it entirely wrong. It tells you to take a moment each day or each week and to spend time listing out the things that you're grateful for. It's an entirely passive process. And I'm really unclear as to how people expect a passive process to turn into new action. Of course, it puts us in a positive frame of mind when we look at the green lights. I did an episode about that a couple of weeks ago. When we see things go our way, when we notice the angels, the helpers, and the miracle workers in our path who help make our days easier and brighter, who look out for us and have our back, there's always going to be value in doing that. However, if we simply notice Wow, something went our way. Wow, someone was really kind to me. I received this helping hand at the exact moment I needed it. And we let it just be a moment of gratitude. I'm not sure we really change the endings to the chapters of our own story by doing that. It brightens the day. It adds a fun, sunny plot line to the story. But it doesn't really change the story. We have to use gratitude effectively, and using it effectively means we have to get it off the page and move it into our lives. When you're experiencing a moment of gratitude, what do you do next? Once you have that moment of appreciation, if you've said it out loud, if you haven't said it out loud, if you've held it to yourself, if you've shared it with the world, what happens next? That's where the gratitude sort of mumbo-jumbo in the mindset space fails to really paint a clear, full, detailed picture on how gratitude can work in your life and in your business. That's why I have such an issue with the practice. But I'm going to take it on next. Stay tuned.
Over the years, I've had so many clients come to me and talk to me about their gratitude list. They have said, Heather, I journaled three times today and I wrote down three things that I was grateful for. I noticed three times people helped me, etc., etc. And I think it's good. I think any time we take a moment to notice the good, to hold on to it, to see it, to recognize it, and to respect it, we're valuing the positive energy in our lives. But the next thing that happens more often than not is I hear, Heather, I wrote the three things I was grateful for today and, or I wrote those three things down, but it's really hard for people to sit in gratitude. Some of that makes a lot of sense to me because you're reacting to something. Somebody has said or done something or the world has sort of offered you something, an opportunity has come your way, and you sit in that moment of appreciation and gratitude for it, and there's not a lot of direction on what should happen next. So for some people, they're going to have the moment of gratitude, and then they're going to move on from it. Other people are going to have the moment of gratitude and they're going to say, but it doesn't really change anything. I still have this stressor. I'm still worried about this at work. I still have this thing going on with my job. I still haven't figured this out. That the gratitude instantly gets joined with an and or a but. And that's why I struggle with the gratitude exercises. I'm all for positive thinking and sending positive messages out to the universe. But at the end of the day, mindset practice is always going to be, what do you want to do about it? And gratitude exercises leave people struggling in that. We can go around our table on Thanksgiving and each person can take a turn saying what they're grateful for. And we can have that warm, fuzzy moment of sharing and intimacy. And it'll feel really good for 10 seconds. That example that's shared around the table will then fly out the window. And will anything really be different? My challenge to you this week As you get ready for your Thanksgiving holidays, for those of you who are here in the States and participating in that holiday as well, but even those of you outside of the States who are just around that energy, hearing people talk more about thankfulness this week, is to decide as you experience gratitude, what do you want to do with it? What is going to happen next? How are you going to use it? to fuel your next action? How are you going to use gratitude to take you from point A to point B, to get you where you want to go, to focus on the goals you have, to turn it into something better? The thing I love a lot of times is the pay it forward movement, right? Where someone buys your cup of coffee for you at Starbucks, so then you pay for the person behind you, and so forth and so forth. And that's the idea. It's the immediacy of gratitude followed by a new action. So as you do your gratitude list this week, and I really do want you to do the list, I just don't want you to stop at the point where you simply write it down and move on. I want you to think about making your list into two columns, what you're grateful for, and then right next to it, what do you want to do with it? And sometimes it's going to be a pay it forward kind of thing. Sometimes it's you're going to take the lesson learned 
and you're going to use it for a new experience. Sometimes you're going to use the thing you're grateful for to teach somebody else something that is now easier for you to understand. But we change the stories of ourselves. We rewrite the endings to our chapters, not by sitting still, quiet, in peaceful moments of gratitude, but by changing our behavior. I don't think that we can simply skip to the part where we change our behavior. We do need these moments of insight. We do need these moments of gratitude to tune us. And the only way we stop and think half the time is if someone tells us to stop and think, right? Like there's a point to the exercise. I get it. I'm not completely against it, but I don't see it transformative if you're simply writing it down and doing nothing with it. I'm asked about things like gratitude exercises or morning mantras all the time, and I believe in them for the help in positive thinking, in mindful practice to tune yourself into who you want to be, the life you want to have, the business you want to run. I think that's where those things are helpful and where they have value. But we also have to be equally intentional about our actions, what we're going to do next, how we're going to use the thing we learned, the moment of insight, the moment of growth to make ourselves better. Seeds are ridiculous in their ability to grow. I just heard uh, my grandmother or my husband's grandmother rather tell us a story yesterday about a bulb for a flower she's planting. It's, you know, a small bulb. It's going to go into the ground and the type of flower that's going to bloom is going to be about eight to 10 inches wide. That's what growth happens. It starts with something small. You need to sit and ruminate about it a little bit. You need to be able to feel it. You need to be able to sort of give it time. But at some point, it only stays still and underground unless the seed kind of cracks. And I heard this great quote that I've saved too that I'm going to share with you today. Usually I'm not a quote sharer, but now you're getting two for the road. Listen to this one. For a seed to achieve its greatest expression, it must completely come undone. The shell cracks, its inside comes out, and everything changes. To someone who doesn't understand growth, it would look like complete destruction. I think that's what happens when we talk about these mindset practices. People want to talk about the parts that feel good, that feel like the warm, fuzzy blanket we can wrap ourselves up in. So writing a list like gratitude lists or things to be positive about or listing the three good things that happened today feels good. It doesn't offer growth because it simply sits still. In order for growth to happen, in order for change to happen, for personal development to happen, we have to come a little undone first. We have to let the shell crack. We have to let it look a little unpretty, a little undone, and maybe even chaotic. We have to take that list off the piece of paper and turn it into a new action. And sometimes we don't know what that looks like. 
I received an email this weekend that really gave me pause. It was from a former client of mine. Those of you who have followed me for a while know that I used to offer private mental health therapy practice, and she's really struggling to find herself a new therapist. And she said to me, I hope you know how good you are at what you do, and thank you for treating me so well. And I was a little undone by that email, honestly. It was a moment of gratitude and gratefulness for, you know, being seen and being appreciated. But it also felt a little bad because now she's struggling to find somebody new to replace the thing that I offered. And it's that moment of mixed feelings and mixed emotions, a little bit of the good and a little bit of the bad. And I think that in those moments, it's really hard to know what to be grateful for. How do we take a moment that's bittersweet? And that's like bittersweet is one of my favorite words, by the way. I I think it so greatly encapsulates the human experience and so many different circumstances of our lives where the good comes with bad. The gratitude lists want you to just look at all the good. I'm challenging you on a regular and consistent basis to hold the good with the bad. And what does that look like when it gets a little bit messy? How do you wrestle with it? And I think you wrestle with it by seeing and identifying the good, recognizing the bad, but still at the end of the day, owning your decision about what you want to do with it. That's my challenge for you. Who are you going to be? How are you going to move through the world? What do you want your life and business to look like? You have a moment of gratitude. What happens next? This is definitely one of those episodes where I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, I don't know how people are going to respond to this one. I'm taking gratitude exercises, one of the foundations of mindset work, and turning it on its ear. But I really do think this. And I think sometimes in order to be our most authentic selves, we have to be a little bit polarizing in our messages. And I hope that I am challenging your thoughts on gratitude today. I do believe that if we simply take a moment of gratitude and sit in it rather even if we just write it down even if we're telling someone else about it it's remaining a passive process and we can turn that passive moment into a moment of positive action but we have to do it with mindfulness and intention we have to know where we want it to take us and what we want to do with it we get to choose to be positive people. We get to choose to be people who look at the world on the sunny side of the street. We also have to recognize that we have to see the gray, cloudy days too. We have to acknowledge the shadows. Anybody who lives in a purely positive state is setting themselves up for failure at some point because we need to be able to hold both. But take your gratitude list. Make it. Please do make a gratitude list. Take some time in the coming days to think about the things you're grateful for. But add a second column and decide for yourself what you're going to do with each thing you're grateful for. What new action is your gratitude going to inspire? How is it going to get you one step closer to being the person you want to be and the life you want to have running the business you want to run? That's the challenge this week for you. There we go. Thanks for having this conversation with me today. I hope I gave you something to think about. 
I certainly hope I gave you something to be thankful for, and I can't wait to hear what happens next. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you did. You can find me over at heatheratchoosetohaveitall.com, and if you want to stay closer in touch, you can find me at choosetohaveitall.com forward slash follow, where you'll get my Mindset Minute newsletter and regular blog updates and learn about all the ways to keep in touch with me. Thanks for joining me today, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care.